It's the Pinky the Pig Show. <laughs> okay, it's me. This is Pinky the Pig. It's time for our show, and thank you for listening to the Pinky the Pig podcast show where you can listen, laugh, and learn with Oink and Boo. And I'm here with my excellent, fabulous friend, Mildred the Cow. Hi, Pinky. And it's Friday. There you go. Yes, Friday. I'm so excited. Guess who came over for the weekend? She got here yesterday, last night. She's going to stay all weekend. Who's that? The lady Lynette's friend, Sue. You know, she lives in Carson City. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, she's, so she's come for a few days. She's telling us that she talks to the wild birds. She does? Yeah, and they talk back. They do? Yeah, I think it's pretty much just jibber-jabber. Well, yeah. You know, jibber-jabber. Yeah, I know what that is. I, I think you know what that is, too. Yeah, yeah, we jibber-jabber quite a bit. Right. Yeah, but it's fun, jibber-jabber, and you listen, laugh, and learn with an ink-winky and a mooey. Right. Anyway, I don't really talk to the birds. Pinky, yes, you do. I do? I've heard you call out to the birds. Oh, yeah. That's right, I've heard you do that to the crows. Yeah, they answer back, don't they? I know, they do. Yeah, kind of fun. But, um, you know, birds, they make all kinds of sounds. Right, and they, they make, well, basically they make two different sounds. They, they make a, either a chirping sound where they're communicating or, or they just sing. Yeah, and a chirping sounds, they're, they, they're like, Make like a call or a squawk or something, and then they communicate with each other. Right. They warn each other about danger, you know, if there's a predator or if there's something that's, you know, coming near their nest and they want to defend their territory, and they'll warn the other birds of the danger. So they make that sound to scare off the predators and warn their other bird friends. Yeah, they make those sounds. They communicate. But the bird that she talks to all the time, that's a mockingbird. Oh, sure, the mockingbird. The northern mockingbird. That's what we have here. Yeah, the northern mockingbird. She said it talks they, they back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, well, you know, the, they can, the, the mockingbird imitates. Yeah, it mocks other birds is a flying copycat. Right. Not just birds. I mean, it can mock frogs. What? Yeah, it's been documented that the mockingbird can imitate 12 different species of frogs. Huh. And then it, it hears music. It'll make that same sound. It'll even imitate the sound of machinery, and car alarms, and like creaky gates. That's a trip. Yeah, Pinky, a, a mockingbird can have 200 different songs in its repertoire. In its repertoire. Right, and it used to be thought that they could only learn their songs and imitations at a young age, but they have now disproved that. They, 
they can learn later in life. Oh, like you can teach an old dog new tricks? Right. You can teach an old mockingbird a new song. That's right. And they think it's because they just enjoy it and it shows that they're older and mature and they they like to attract a mate, you know, and they they want to show that they're really smart and they've been around for a long time and they've lived a long time, so they have really good genes. They don't wear genes. No, they're chromosomes. They're they're strong birds. Yeah, okay, I can't get it. Right. And Pinky, do you know the name John James Audubon? Oh, sure. He's the guy that, he's an artist, and then he's a nature lover, and he's a bird guy, and he, he drew all the pictures of all the different birds, and then he made the complete picture record of the birds of North America. That's right. And we could do a whole podcast on him. Yeah, let's do that sometime. Yeah, he was born in 1785. Yeah. And this is what he had to say about the northern mockingbird. There is probably no bird in the world that possesses all the musical qualifications of this king of song who has derived all from nature's self. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But it's interesting because the mockingbird will imitate other bird calls. Yeah. But the other birds know it's not one of them. <laughs> That's pretty good, Pinky. What what else can you do? That's cockle doodle doo. To those of you who didn't get it. Oh, the rooster, very good. Yeah, it's fun. Yes. And you know, um, There's a very interesting story in Africa that's been evolved for hundreds of thousands of years. And there's this relationship between this wild bird, this wild species of bird, and the local people that live there. And what they've learned to do, they communicate about finding honey together. Really? Yeah, it's in... Mozambique and the zoologists. Yeah, the guys and ladies that studied animals. Right. They've been observing this and they've documented it. So they've proven it. And there's this incredible relationship between these wild birds and the local people. And they've learned to team up together and, and, and hunt for honey because the birds can go up high in the tree and spot the honey hive, the beehive. Yeah. Because the beehives are hidden. So they talk back and forth and they find it together. And then and then the, the human gets the beehive and, and the bird, they like the wax of the beehive and, and the man takes the honey. and. Yeah, well, yeah, I got it. Right. And like I say, it's evolved over hundreds of thousands of years and they're definitely communicating and they're not trained they they did it over time fascinating yeah they named the bird the honey guide well that's what he does he guides them to the honey and then it's a win-win not for the bees yeah well you know it's okay
Then I'll find all the hives. Okay, Mildred, time for the poems now, please. All right, Pinky. Uh, here's a, it mentions a mockingbird, but I thought it was really pretty, so I, I'd like to read it. Yes, please. Written by Harper Lee. On any other day, she would have stood barefoot on the wet grass, listening to the mockingbird's early service. She would have pondered over to the meaninglessness of silent, austere beauty renewing itself with every sunrise and going ungazed at by half the world. She would have walked beneath yellow-ringed pines rising to a brilliant eastern sky and her senses would have succumbed to the joy of the morning it was waiting to receive her, but she neither looked nor listened. Now she missed the whole thing. She's, she's all wrapped up in something else. She missed the whole beauty of the mockingbird and the nature and all everything. Yeah, I think so. And Pinky, there's a very famous book that was written. It has the mockingbird in the title. It was written in the 60s, and there's a movie as well, and um, we're not going to go into any detail, but here's a couple of quotes from that book and that movie. Okay. People generally see what they look for, and they hear what they listen for. Ain't that the truth? I mean, isn't that the truth? Yeah. And here's another one from that. You never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view, until you climb inside of his skin and walk around in it. Yes, that very wise, great wisdom there. Yes. Okay, you have a great weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday. Okay, you too, Pinky. I love you. I love you. <laughs>